Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? <laughs> Hanging with D's, episode 88. I'm your host, D's. With me as always, Dylan. And with us for the second time, my cat, TJ. And TJ just woke up from a nap, so things are probably about to go down. (laughs) Literally. All right. Anyway, we are one week removed from El Super Bowl. And had some other uh, interesting news in the NFL happen off this week. Um, got the NBA All-Star break going on this weekend, as well as the Daytona 500. Not that we really give a shit about that. Mm-hmm. And then we'll talk some uh, Peacemaker and other shit. So, right. Super Bowl. Overall, what did you think of the game? Good game. Great game. Yeah. Uh, great great finish to a great season. This has been one of the most fun, despite our Steelers, <laughs> one of the most fun football seasons, at least in the <coughs> NFL, I can, I can ever remember. Yeah. Um, you Tons know, the, of parody. Great I was, games. I was just going to say that um, they always talk about how they want parody, and, and this year was about as evident as it's ever been, I think. Yeah. I had this thought, too. This Holy retro- shit. What? Well, I just noticed your hair. Yeah, I didn't shower. I just kind of came over. So, yeah. Yeah, you got some serious bedhead going oh, on. Oh, for sure. Anyway, um, I had this thought after the game, and it kind of made me mad at all these talking heads for the last 20 years who have told us to appreciate the Patriots dynasty and how and the counter... Same thing with college. We should appreciate the Bama dynasty. Okay, maybe this wasn't a good idea. <laughs> he can come in. He'll be fine. As he knocks over every fucking thing that isn't nailed down. Yeah, right. Anyway, appreciating. Um, This is so much better. It's so much better to have a year where the front runner was the Chiefs, but it wasn't like we didn't expect them to go through the conference like, you know, a hot knife and butter. You know what I mean? Like. The NFC side didn't have a clear front runner, really. There are obviously teams that were great. <laughs> uh, no, I, I I agree. Um, if I weren't, you know, a fan of the team that that we are, then then yeah, it would have been a fun. Like if I didn't have a sure, you know, it, it was fun to watch and not know who was going to come out because from week to week it was it seemed like somebody else was showing that they were going to dominate and it turned out that that wasn't the case at all right um and 
back to your hair and my other imperfections is yes, I am in fact sick again, uh, COVID negative. So apparently I just go three years without getting sick at all. And then I have all of the sickness this winter. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a fun season from, you know, that point of view. Uh, not so fun for us, but Hey, at least we made the playoffs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the game was great. Um, I honestly, if OBJ doesn't go down, I don't think it's that close. I agree. Um, yeah. And I, I firmly believe that he was probably on his way to MVP. I completely agree. Yeah. I think they were really focused on Cooper Cup, and, and OBJ was going to flourish in that environment. Um, and man, you know, as much as we've talked about OBJ on this show, and as fans of the team that we are fans of... <laughs> You know, we kind of come to dislike OBJ because he played for the the enemy. Right. But that was hard to watch, man. Yeah, I felt so bad. And it was one of those things where, like, they're speculating, you know, will he be back? No. Never in the history of ever have I seen a player go down untouched like that when he plants that leg and immediately lets lets up on it. Yeah. ACL. 99 times out of 100. Yeah, that's an ACL just exploding. Yeah, and it's the same one that he tore what a year and a half ago, whatever the something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the game instantly changed to the point where the Rams couldn't get anything going. Right. And hats off to the Bengals because they, I mean, the Rams weren't known for a great running team anyway, but the Bengals completely shut them down. And then with OBJ out, they were able to focus solely on Cooper Cup. Right, and. Uh, what's his name? The tight end that was out. Oh, um, Hig- Higby. Higby. Yeah, he yeah. was out. So, and I think their backup. They were literally on their third string tight end, who they kind of tried to get involved a little bit, but it was not looking good for the Rams. No. And, and uh, Joe Burrow was having a good game. He had only been sacked, I think, once. And In the first half. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then he starts to scramble, and Aaron Donald. That man is a specimen. Uh-huh. Let me just say, I seen. Did you see him in the parade where he took his shirt off? Three hundred pounds, ten percent body fat. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. Anyway, Aaron Donald chases him down, one hundred percent clean and legal. Shoves him seventeen rows deep. It looked like because I mean he just launched him, but it was he shoved him out of bounds. But it was a legal hit, mm-hmm. and well, the Bengals kind of got shitty with him and they all surrounded him and they were mushing him in the face. And I think Warren Sapp pointed that out on rich eyes. Yeah. Cause you mush this motherfucker in the face. Are you had your goddamn. Mind? Yeah. And from that point on Aaron Donald was unfucking blockable. Yeah. I mean, it's like they, he was David banner and they made him mad yeah. and then he just dominated the game. And when they did somewhat stop him, Mm-hmm. Von Miller got there or somebody else got there. I mean, they just absolutely started wrecking shit and sacked Burrow, what, six times? I believe seven. Well, they had one already. Okay, so six. I, so they finished with seven. So they, yeah. they sacked him six times from the middle of the third quarter to the end of the game and pressured him. I can't even tell you how many times. Yeah. Um. So if there's anything that one could learn from that, it is don't piss Aaron Donald off. I would thought that that would just be assumed. Yeah, and hats off to Stafford and Cooper Cup. They stepped up their game and say what you want about Patrick Mahomes. I know it's it's been beat to death online and everything 
uh, especially Twitter. Say what you want about Patrick Mahomes and all his innovative throws and no looks. That fucking no look that Stafford threw yeah. in a fucking window tighter than a nun was just beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. And a Super Bowl, too. Yeah. In in the game winning drive. Right. You know, I mean I've heard Rogers and Orlovsky both say that. It's like Stafford's been doing that for years. Oh, dude, uh, why I've, has he not gotten yeah. I've been a Stafford fan for a long time. Well. Um just based on fantasy. Mm-hmm. Because he's one of those quarterbacks that nobody ever takes in the top. Right. And he always ends up excuse me, always ends up near the top of the stats when it comes to court. I mean, that's a lot of people, they joke, Matthew Stattered. Like, stat, for, stat, stat, stat pad or whatever the yeah. fuck, whatever. Anyway, but yeah, you don't pad stats like that unless you're a pretty decent quarterback. Right. And now we see him with talent around him. And, I mean, I, the clutch gene is there. I yeah. Mean, you know, he does not waver. And uh, Showed that in the divisional round, too. That Yeah, the, the bomb to, to cup and yeah. then... Um, Hats off to McVeigh for dialing up the old Cooper Cup end around for on fourth and one. Yeah, uh, big play there, and you know Stafford. I mean, I it was. I think Aaron Donald probably had the MVP locked up until that last drive. Yeah, you no, know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like Cook Cup had what three or four catches slash touches in that drive, including the game winner. I think that pretty much solidified his MVP. I, yeah. Uh, otherwise, you almost have to give it to Donald, and then. I was a, a little worried when they did score that they gave them too much time. Yeah. And then they, they got down to what, midfield or close to midfield, whatever. And then, yeah. again, Aaron Donald's like, nah, I think we're done here. Yeah. And just <laughs> almost threw Burrow out of the stadium. But he got got the ball off. And uh, Perrine, is that his name? The running back that? P. Ryan. Right. Yeah, whatever. You know, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, kind of a lack of effort. Yeah, I like, know, I right? I feel like he could have dove and caught that ball. How do you not dive? Yeah. Or at least try. Yeah. I... And, and Zach Taylor getting just roasted for not having Joe Mixon on the field on a critical third and one. No. They handed off to P. Ryan. P. Ryan. And, and that was the play where Donald looked blocked and then – the running back's going by him, and Donald literally just sticks one arm out. It's like, no, nah, I don't think so. We're going to take you back a couple yards here. Yeah. Um, <sighs> that was another big problem, too, is that um, I can't remember who, I think it was Shannon Sharp pointed it out. When Sean McVay, McVay was in his first Super Bowl a few years back against the, the Patriots, they tried to run the ball in the first half, and it didn't work. So he gave up on it, and they lost. Yeah. And in this game, they tried to run the ball in the first half, and it didn't work, and he stayed with it to keep him honest. And Zach Taylor did the exact opposite, except his run game was actually working. So it's like, I don't know why they yeah, gave Mix, up on Mixon was doing okay. I don't know why they gave up on Mixon in the second half, but, um, no, he had, uh, Mixon was averaging four point or average for the game. 4.8 yards carry. That's a pretty that's fucking great. Pretty yeah. solid running game. Meanwhile, uh, you look at the Ram side, uh, Cam Akers averaged 1.6. Daryl Henderson averaged 1.8. You know, Stafford averaged two yards a carry, and uh, Cooper Cup was the second leading rusher with one carry for seven yards. Yeah, you know the team had forty-three total yards of rushing and won the game. That you know, defense and Stafford did throw a couple picks. One of them was pretty bad, um, but that's what he's known to do. He 
he's a gunslinger. He tries to force yeah. plays sometimes, and it bites him in the ass. But uh, when you <laughs> have a team that explosive, Fuck those bottles. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you can uh, take those chances. I heard that that's like the first time in forty years that a team that lost the turnover turnover differential by two won the Super Bowl. I yeah I, I believe it. I yeah. don't there yeah there were no fumbles in the game just the two picks. Yeah. Um, Burrow did have a, a pretty solid game. Um, not if you look at his QBR, but I mean twenty two of thirty three, two sixty three, one tutty, no picks. That's a pretty good game. Yeah. Uh, Mixon did have the old Cincinnati special touchdown toss. Yeah. And the Rams almost had one. Would I don't it wouldn't have been a touchdown, but. Who, was it Cooper Cup that threw it? Yeah. Yeah. Just launched it over Stafford's head, and Stafford was wide open. <laughs> Get a cat, they said. It'll be fun, they said. This is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now he's just looking at me. What? So this uh, Monday night, I was in here doing the GM shit I was telling you about, and we'll talk about in a minute. And he was laying at my feet. Asleep. Mm-hmm. I was in here for like I don't know an hour, or two hours, two hours almost, and I had to get up and go to the bathroom. So I rolled my chair back and I heard this. I was like, "What the fuck is that noise?" It was a lot quieter than that though, because I think his vocal cords were deformed. But I was like, "Is that? That's the cat?" And I looked down and my fucking chair was on his tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I checked it. I didn't break it or anything, but yeah, he hasn't laid down. Under me when I'm in this chair anymore, though. Uh, probably a good idea. But since, okay, remember the show last week, he, he laid here on this table behind us. Mm-hmm. That was the first time he'd ever done it. Oh, yeah. Now, if that door is open, this is his nap spot. Huh. Weird. So, yeah. It's not exactly comfy either. It's no. A, a board of some sort. A yeah, it's like board. a signboard. He just lays there and chills out. Yeah. And knocks shit off of every counter imaginable. Uh, like, fuck these boxes. <laughs> It's like he's trying to climb up to that top. He is. He likes to get up as high as he possibly can. Well, makes sense. And he loves bottle caps. Okay. He'll slap that fucker around for a few minutes till he gets bored. Oh, he already looked. He knocked it under the fucking door. Now he's like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's why there's like 13 of them out in my uh, living room, because he'll knock it off the table if you're drinking a water, and then just bat it around till he knocks it under the couch. So, anyway, back to the Super Bowl. Um... Jamar Chase uh, had a decent game, but they they did a pretty good job checking him. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Ramsey didn't have a great game. No, he did not. In fact, on that last play where uh, Aaron Donald slung Burrow and basically ended the game. I've seen it. That was a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, if if Burrow finds him and and gets another half a second, that's probably a touchdown because – Ramsey had fallen down. Jamar Chase was fucking on his way. (coughs) But, yeah, uh, of course, the other big story, the holding call. Yeah. Was it a little ticky-tack? Yeah. But I've seen even defensive backs on Twitter. Like I don't even remember who it was, but it was somebody that played defense Basically said, by letter of the law, yes, that that was a hold. Should it have been called? Probably not. But one thing I am sick of is hearing all these motherfuckers bitching about that call mm-hmm. and how it, it gave them a first down. 
completely ignoring what happened the very first play of the third quarter when Jalen Ramsey was pulled to the ground by his face mask for a 75-yard touchdown. Like, you can't have it just one way. If it's going to go, you know, you have to at least – there's seven points that shouldn't have been on the board and probably wouldn't have been on the board. Jesus. Maybe we should clean this room up a little bit. Probably a good idea. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I didn't – the only thing I guess I would say about the officiating, and everybody has pointed this out, is, yeah, they pretty much kept the flags in their pockets uh, for most of the game, and then all of a sudden at the end it was bam, bam, bam. and Yeah. So, yeah, that was a little shitty. Hated to see something like that happen, but – it is what it is, man. I'm not taking a damn thing away from the Rams. Oh, fuck no. They earned that game. Especially with yeah. the other call that was a touchdown. That's a pretty, yeah. Did you happen to watch? Uh, anyway, congrats to the Rams. And uh, as a Steeler fan, it, it literally it warmed my heart to watch the Bengals fuck one away again. Right. So, yeah. That's good uh, did you watch McAfee at all during the week? Oh yeah, from from Radio Red, those were great, awesome shows. Yeah, um, I watched the concert too. Oh, oh, the Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. I was a little disappointed though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this cat is literally destroying my studio, waging a one kitten war against bottle water bottles so if it's not nailed down he's trying to knock it onto the floor to be fair it's like he's trying to tell you hey clean this shit up man what the fuck <laughs> and to be fair i'm about to tell him that i brought him into this world and i can take him out um but yeah mcafee was a lot of fun uh did you the, see lesnar on mac i was gonna okay. get to that after we talked nfl uh well fuck it while we're here yes lesnar on there was <laughs> He was fucking awesome. I was just going to say, you know how like we're having this dilemma with Brady? Yeah. Because all we ever heard him talk about was like as a Belichick disciple, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and just generic. As he got away from Belichick, he became more of who he really is and become harder and harder to, to dislike. <laughs> that cat is going to make sure every goddamn water bottle yeah. is off of that No table. stone unturned. Yeah. Um, and that was the way Lesnar was, like sitting in there listening to Brock Lesnar, the person, instead of Brock Lesnar, the WWE, you know, character, uh, w- was refreshing. Mm-hmm. And I literally almost cried from laughing with the table incident. That was fucking great. <laughs> I mean, McAfee said, well, don't break the table. And he didn't even get the final little out of the word table where Brock just two hand fucking power slam this fucking table and just knocked it completely off the hinges. Yeah. And then just looks, I'm sorry, bro. Yeah. Sorry, bro. And it, it was, and, and then he asked him about the whole Seth Rollins getting attacked by a fan and I fucking dare someone to come at me. And then he jumps up and about cuts a promo, but yeah, yeah, it was, it was entertaining. Um, and then he did, of course, I don't know if you probably didn't even pay attention, but he did win elimination chamber. Last. I just heard. Yeah. And I I don't think it was the finish they wanted though because in, unless it's an angle but I, I find it hard to believe but apparently Bobby Lashley got knocked out of his pod during a fight scene fell backwards or whatever and 
hit his head and didn't finish the match. Oh, they, they said he was in concussion protocol, so I think they had to basically hmm. squash the. Uh, that could just be a way to protect him. I mean, I think they wanted Brock yeah, to go through everyone, but exactly. Um, I think Brock was coming out winner no matter what. Yeah. But I, it almost feels like maybe they had to do a different finish just because of that. Maybe not. Like I said, it might have been just to protect things so that Lashley has, you know, an excuse or whatever to come in, right, and, and out. It's <coughs> It's yeah, eight fucking bottles. I've learned it's it's gonna be flat by the time you. Yeah, you may not want to open. I'll get him off of that because that's he will shatter that shit. <laughs> Anybody want a cat? A little energy today, huh? No, he's a good kitty. He's not gonna stay there. I just want you to know that. I yeah. know. He's like fuck this place, fuck your lap. Right. You know um, what? You know what the cat's like. You know the meme of the. The, the fat guy, he's obviously wearing a fat suit, mm-hmm. sitting in an office in a chair, just fucking throwing papers. <laughs> fuck this, fuck that, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah, that's TJ. Right. That's, he just, if it's not attached, he's like, fuck it, I'm knocking it off. He yeah. will, it's like the other meme. He will look at me, sitting on my little computer table out there where I've knocked him off 8,000 times and he keeps getting back up there. He will look at me and then reach up and try and knock something off of where the <laughs> laptop sits. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> Um, back to Lesnar. Um, I actually, I like that interview so much. You know what I did? I bought a little container of the Brock Lesnar seasoning. I bet it's pretty good. Uh, we'll, we'll find out. I'll do a yeah. review. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. Well, why didn't you just write Pat? Cause it looked like he had a bucket of it. Did you see that? Yeah. They literally, have, they sell buckets. Yeah. That's a lot of seasoning. I don't know that I can eat that much meat. I don't yeah, no. I didn't spend eighty dollars on the bucket. I spent ten dollars on the little seasoning thing. So. One one timer? Yeah. One time for the one time? Yeah. I've had an indoor grill Friday too. So Well, aren't you just becoming Gordon fucking Ramsey with the air fryers and the grills? You and... say that until you saw what I did did that at steaks the steaks that night. <laughs> Not so good. Wait, 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 wait. On the indoor grill? Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought you put them in the air fryer. No, you can. I it doesn't look that appealing though. It's so yeah, that's why I bought the indoor grill, and uh, yeah, not not much experience in cooking, folks. If you haven't gathered that from his, <laughs> <laughs> fuck all of these boxes. Um, anyway, well, you talk about that steak. I'm going to th- throw this fucking cat. I think you're getting oh, assistance. Thank you very much. That's all he wanted. He says, I'm knocking every fucking thing off in this room until you let me out. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I just, again, no experience cooking steak, and I had a little reader that tells me the, te- the temp. It said 160 for medium. That is way too hot. I looked it up afterwards. I was most upset. I'm like, you motherfuckers. But, yeah. So you're saying you ate some shoe leather. Not shoe leather. It was just well done. So, you know, not great, a waste the, of steak for sure. But Coming from <clears throat> the the family that you come from, mm-hmm. i.e. mine, I can't express the level of disappointment in my heart that you used a meat thermometer while cooking a steak. I, I'm new to this, asshole. I fucking... My, uh, Hunter taught me the, the little finger trick. I, I've never heard that before. Apparently, you haven't either by your reaction. Apparently, if you take your like index finger and you press it against your thumb, and then you feel the sort of tendon of where your thumb connects to the rest of your hand, apparently that's that's rare. The next finger, your middle finger, that's medium rare. 
the ring figure is medium, and the pinky is well done. Wait, which finger? Oh, oh, by. Okay, so you're you're changing the fingers. Mine feel uh, this one, my my index finger. No. These three fingers all feel the same. Index fingers a little softer, but when I change fingers, the rest is the same. You know what I do? I warm the fucker up and I eat it. As long as it's warm all the way through, it's done. Again, I've you're gonna win some. You're gonna lose some, but. I understand that. I've never <laughs> cooked a steak before. Did you see the steak that I cooked? I did, the tomahawk. Yeah, yes. that was fucking... 2.74 pounds, big-ass tomahawk ribeye. It was about two inches thick. Jesus. And a full-size, big old baked potato. Yeah, that's too much. And... I'm sure it was delicious, though. Oh, it was. Yeah. But mistakes were made. I didn't move the rest of the day. Oh, I'm sure. I ate it at noon with the thought of... <laughs> I'll start my day. Yeah. Yeah, I ate it at noon, and then, yeah, I sat in my recliner the rest of the day, but it it was so good. Um, um, we have ADD this show big time. Yeah, I mean, I forgot what we were even talking about. Um, we talked oh, about... Oh, Lesnar and foot, sauces Lesner, and steaks. And, and, yeah. Um, <coughs> yeah, this week's been tough because he had a show Monday to talk about the Super Bowl. And then they're they've been off. They don't come back till Tuesday. No. So it's hard to get like just thoroughly addicted to a show like that and then they take it away for a week. Like what I'm, it what is life? I'm well, we'll talk to that later. To the two shows that I've been obsessed with the past several weeks and they're both kinda coming to an end and I have that post show depression. So But we'll talk about that later. Um so the game, you know, we both agreed the game was good. Um, what did you think of the halftime show? Oh, yes. How did we miss that? Really liked it. I did, too. I did. I, I, it was good. Um, for me, look, call me the cranky old white dude or whatever. Fine. Uh, Kendrick Lamar was the worst part of it. I didn't like him either. To be I mean, it, I know he's got better songs out there. The one he chose, I just, it was bad. Uh, but overall... Pretty good show. Um, I've loved the fucking jokes and the memes about 50. Yeah. You know, 50 Cent out here looked like a whole dollar, and he did. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't look, like, grotesquely fat or anything. He, I, I still don't think I'd want to meet 50 in a dark alley somewhere. No. I mean, he, he looks like he still whipped somebody's ass. Mm. Um, sick. Got real sick the first day hearing about Eminem taking the knee. Like, just let it go. I also heard it had nothing to do with that. I thought it was a. I thought he said it was a tribute to Tupac. To Tupac, yeah. exactly. Because what nobody paid attention to is he does this thing, and Dre immediately starts playing. I can't remember the name of the song, but starts playing a little piano musical rendition of a Tupac song, and that's when Eminem. California Love. No, oh, okay. no, that was um, California Love. Dre actually had a song that sampled that. That's what. The, oh, okay. That's the one they did, um, but. No, it was it was some other song, and that was what that whole take a knee thing. But of course, the media took it and ran, and you know, then all he took the, a knee when the NFL didn't told him not to, but he did it anyway. And the NFL came out and said, "No, he did it in rehearsals all week, and we knew who was going to do it." And we don't yeah, care. <laughs> again, that's just the fucking media trying to drive the divide. You know, just let them fucking perform, be done with it. But 
That being said, and you probably already know what I'm going to say because I said it on Facebook. Still not the best halftime show ever. Everybody's all in their nostalgic feels because, oh, yeah, this was my childhood back in the 90s. It was a good show, without a doubt. It was entertaining. Best one since Bruno Mars. Yeah, Prince was by far the best fucking halftime show ever, in my opinion. And I'm not even a huge Prince fan, but, I mean, he went out there in a goddamn monsoon and just killed it. Right. So... Yeah. I agree. That's my favorite as well. Um, I saw some list online. I think it was from NF the NFL where they did. This is going back a couple of years. Their top ten halftime show performances. Do you know what number one was? U two. Eh. I like U two, but no, only because of what it was. Yeah, the emotion. It was the tribute for nine eleven. Everything. I get that, but. Bono didn't sound all that great during that show. No, and, yeah. that was the one in New York, if I'm not mistaken, right? No, 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 no. no. It was, uh, it was in New Orleans. No, oh, but it, it was, was the year it after was the 9/11. very next. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, halftime show was fun. Uh, commercials better than they've been in recent years. See, not quite as serious. And yeah, I seen a lot of people saying that they were horrible. And look, they're not anything what they used to be. I mean it. Back in the day, it used to be you had to, you, you couldn't go piss. Like, you had to you had to pee during the football game because, right. you know, and, and this time it was better. Like, they got, you know, had some decent ones. And I like the Skojo, Colin Jost, if Alexa could read your mind or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, that was, that really was good. The animals doing the salt and pepper. Yeah. That, I thought that was entertaining. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Zeus, I thought was mildly entertaining. Seth Rogen and um, fuck, what's his name for uh, Lay's was really good. God damn it, why am I blanking on his name? Paul Rudd, thank you. Jesus, I must have missed that one. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, Lindsay Lohan showing that she's no longer a smoked out crackhead was kind of neat. <laughs> um, trying to think here. Oh, the football, the NFL one, with the where the video game characters come to life and just absolutely destroy the fucking house. Yeah. I thought that was entertaining. Pete Davidson making fun of himself, but having a hittable phase. But yeah, yeah. by and large, improvement. Um, worst one by far was the fucking crypto, where it was 30 seconds of a fucking yeah. scan thing. just A QR code. Yeah, yeah, QR code just rotating around your TV and... Nicole actually got up and scanned it and was thoroughly disappointed. Yeah. Like, you know, something like that, that takes you to like an exclusive trailer to a movie would have been cool. But no, this was like, here, buy some Bitcoin. Mm. (laughs) I got off the fucking couch for this. Yeah. (coughs) So, yeah. Now, on a sad note. Uh Uh-oh. We're done with football. Yeah. What are you talking about? The USFL comes back in a couple months. I'll watch that for four weeks. I'll at least give it a shot. Check it out for sure. You stepped on my joke there. Oh, what'd you say? I'll watch it for four weeks until the league folds. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like we get to this point every year, and I wonder how I survive, but I've done it my entire life. Yeah. (laughs) How do I live without you? The only... uh... Like, I'll focus a little bit more on the NBA now, strictly because the Bulls are, the Bulls are playing very well. Yeah. 
Um, it is All-Star Weekend, and apparently, I didn't watch a second of it, but apparently last night was like the worst dunk contest in the history of dunk contests. That's what I've heard, too, yeah. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, a center, mm-hmm. won the three-point contest. Huh. And that's all I know about it. Wow. Um, I saw Miles Garrett had a sick dunk in the the celebrity game, though. Oh, did he? Yeah. He, I saw him tweet that he was going to enter the contest next year. Oh, the dunk so, contest. So, yeah, that might have explained why uh, he did that, because the contest was so horribly bad. Mm. Uh, other news from the NFL before we say goodbye for yeah. the next several months. Yeah. Well, we got free agency coming up. That'll be fun. Well, yeah, it's not, you know, we just don't get to watch them play or whatever. Right. Uh, the, the big story of the week so far is Brian Flores now has a job mm-hmm. with our Pittsburgh Steelers. Leave it to the Roonies to uh, to hire somebody in the midst of a, of a racial uh, lawsuit against the NFL. But I I love the hire. I was going to say, how could Absolutely you not? Absolutely love, love the hire. hire. Um, and I've seen some of the Steeler fans slash trolls on Twitter talking about how him and Minka Fitzpatrick are going to coexist. Yeah. Because if you recall, that's the reason Minka wanted to out of Miami was because Flores was having him come up and play dimebacker and, and shit like that as opposed to playing coverage yeah. in a safety role. Um, but look, I, I mean, this is still Tomlin's team. It's not yeah. like, you know. He's the linebacker's coach. He has no. Mm, he is, but I. Defensive <laughs> assistant or whatever. Yeah. What Was it senior defensive assistant? Yeah, and... he's going to have a lot of say. I mean, yes, he's specifically coaching linebackers or whatever, but he's still, I think, when they sit down and come with with the game plans, I'm willing to bet it's going to be Tomlin, Austin, and Flores at the head of that table yeah. um, talking it out. And, and I'm just glad that we brought in some out, outside blood as opposed to the continuous hiring from within, just rehashing yeah. the same old um, maybe because as we learned, Tomlin is – for all intents and purposes, been the defensive coordinator for the last several years. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe some uh, some fresh eyes and fresh ideas will uh, help matters. Yeah. Because while it didn't show on the field, we have a lot of defensive talent. We just we had a lot of injuries up front. Um, I'm hoping Flores can maybe spark Devin Bush. Hopefully. You know, that's, yeah. that's my biggest takeaway from this is take this man and – turn him back into what we thought he was going to become after he had that good rookie season. And so fingers crossed that uh, that's the way that it goes down. Uh, There continues to be pressure and rumors that Washington is going to end up being up for sale. Uh, Congress continues to put pressure on them. They're going to, I think they're eventually going to force Snyder out. Which is not a bad thing at all. I mean, no, he's, yeah, he's a dirtbag from from all accounts. Yeah, and doesn't know how to really run a franchise either. No, they have before he got there. The Washington franchise was one of the most. You can say it. They were the Redskins. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Back then, I'm not dead naming them. Um, were one of the best like prestigious franchises, and since he's been there, they have done dick. Yeah. So it, it's been. Did we talk about them? Commanders? Yeah, I think we did. That's just kind of a generic name. And... <laughs> we are Commanders. commanders. Bum, bum, bum. 
I hope that doesn't take off. But at the same time, I don't think, you know, I want to hear 80,000 people going, let's go, commies. Yeah. Uh, more McAfee stuff. Um, what was that? I got to go to the bathroom. All right. Okay. Um, we do have a, one more football thing I want to talk about before we go. Like, is, are we talking turtle head or? <laughs> I got to go. Right. All right. We'll be right back. Stick around. Hanging with these will be right back after they drain the main vein. Now might be a good time to do that thing you've been putting off while listening to this godforsaken show. I feel we're, much better. I would hope so. Yeah. <coughs> um, Super Bowl commercials. That's what we're talking about. Well, yeah. W- the one we that I forgot about was the Uber Eats commercial where all the celebrities are trying to eat ridiculous things like diapers and tinfoil and uh, Gwyneth Paltrow... Takes a bite of her own candle, which, if you recall, back in the day, she put out a line, and the candle was called, This Candle Tastes Like My Vagina. Smells like. Or smells like my vagina, yes. Because you're not supposed to eat the candle. Exactly. Right. Um, and yeah, that was, again, one of my favorites, even though I couldn't remember it until just now. Uh, anyway, back to the NFL. We were talking about NFL. We'd already went through the commercial, but anyway, back to NFL. Uh, my prediction has come true mm-hmm. about Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah. Had a little sit-down with old Brittany and Jackson and said, don't come to my games anymore. Yeah. You guys are fucking up my brand. I was a beloved next coming of Jesus Brady, and now people hate me because you guys are assholes. So at least for the upcoming season, hopefully, fingers crossed, we won't be seeing a whole lot, if any, of old Jackson and... And Brittany, at least on the sidelines. I'm sure Jackson's still going to do his dumbass TikToks. But, uh, yeah. I just won't follow him on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. So, there is there is good news to come out of the end of the season. It yeah. is that. Right. What else we got? Oh, um, Steeler news. No, not really news, but the, the contracts were all officially voided for Roethlisberger, Ebron, um, and, and Juju, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now they've got business to tend to. They got to get uh, Deontay resigned, which uh, rumors are abound that he's looking for fifteen mil per. If you look across the board at receivers, that's a bargain. Okay. I mean, I I would do that in a heartbeat. And Hopefully, he catches it. You know, he didn't. The problem didn't happen until the very end of the season. Yeah. Compared to last season, he led the league in drops, so maybe next year he can, you know, go a whole season without getting the dropsies. No. But uh, another rumor is that Claypool is quietly on the block, hmm. which I'd hate to lose him because he is talented, but if you told me I can only keep one, I can either keep Claypool and let Juju walk, or I can re-sign Juju and let Claypool walk, give me Juju. Okay, why? He's He can do the big play thing, mm-hmm. for one, that Claypool brings, but he also does the tough stuff. You know, the across the middle, the, the blocking, the and the fact that sure. he's just a fucking team guy. And yes, he's young, and he does TikToks, and he does dances and stuff, but when, when it's on the field, he's all business. Mm-hmm. I mean, ask Vontez Perfect. Yeah. Like, he, you know... Never in a million years would Juju do that shit that Claypool did that basically 
more than likely cost us that game against was it Detroit? Or no, I don't remember who it was, but anyway. Sure. I know exactly the instant you're talking about. Yeah, the first down bullshit. Uh but yeah, I would I would much rather have Juju than Minnesota. That's the one. Uh much rather have Juju than, than Claypool. Okay. I just you know, as far as age, they're not that much different. So it ain't like, you know, it's an old guy, but um yeah. So we'll we'll see how that goes. <coughs> and then another big rumor I see, not necessarily a rumor, but a big story is that um Stephon Gilmore and Jameis Winston are possible high targets for Pittsburgh. I ain't mad at either one of them. No. Uh, especially if they let Hayden go, which they probably will. Uh, I, I love Joe Hayden here, but... A little long in the tooth. Yeah, if I could swap out Stephon Gilmore for, for Joe Hayden, I'd, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take that. Uh, Jameis Winston, I don't hate it. No, no. I mean, I, I like that option a lot more than drafting quarterback in the first round this year because I do not like the QB class this year. Yeah, <clears throat> other people, some of the mock drafts have a, us moving up to get either uh, Kenny Pickett or Sam Howell. Like I've heard. one one guy had us moving up to number ten, I think, to draft Sam Howell, and I no, I can't imagine that to be the case. No, I don't think any of these guys are really worthy first-rounders, honestly. No, and we continue to to interview GM prospects. Um, I think they've interviewed five or six guys, including um, the guy from ESPN whose name... Oh, Lewis Riddick. Lewis Riddick. And I I watched Twitter like have a meltdown for, like, not really a meltdown, but like, oh, yes, we got to get Lewis Riddick. And... I, don't I know see Hunter it. really wants him. I do too, and he he sent me a video to watch that was supposed to change my mind, but he I didn't. didn't. Watch it. No, um, but again, all I can do is is think back and look back at his time with Philly and Washington, and yeah, he had a few you know solid draft picks that made the Pro Bowls and stuff, but it's not like he built a championship team or anything. So mm. I don't know. Um, I'm all in favor of outside blood, though. Yeah. Uh, they haven't made a decision yet, so who knows? It might still end up being one of the two candidates from in-house as opposed to all these guys that are interviewing, but it seems like they're at the very least doing their due diligence. And I would have thought they would have hired the guy like within the next week or two mm-hmm. and at least say, you're going to sit behind Colbert and let him do his thing until he's ready to step down so that he could at least have some input but I read something yesterday like they're not going to make it official until after the draft. So it's I, so weird that they're having Colbert. Hey, draft for us one more time and then leave. I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I gotta believe that w- when they make a decision, it's going to be probably within the next week or so, and that they're going to tell that person. And that he's going to be privately involved. I have to imagine that. Yeah. As opposed to, all right, well, we'll let you know. This guy's going to build your team, and then you can just come in and, and you know, right, do whatever you want to do with it type thing. I, I got to imagine that whoever they choose to hire is going to be involved one way or another up until that point. And supposedly, um, Colbert is, yes, he's retiring from the GM position, but he is going to stick around in some capacity 
for the season. Like a consultant. Probably. More more than likely from home type thing, you know, just to bounce ideas off of and Zoom meetings and shit like that uh, to the point where he's probably not going to be, you know, in-house all day, every day the way that he is now. Not a bad gig. Yeah. So, what else we got? Where are we at? Um, I I do want to talk about one thing, though, going to Pittsburgh and how their philosophy has always been homegrown. Just draft your own guys. If you sign free agents, they're small role player types. For the most part, yeah. And and rarely do we make a trade, which we saw that change with Minka. Exactly. Um, With what the Rams just did, that has to change because – yeah. That is going to become more common. Teams, and that was part of the reason why I wanted the Rams to win, because the free agency and trades now are going to become wild, at least for the next couple of years. The people are going to try and copy them. Yeah, teams are going to go all in, and that's going to be really, really cool. Um, I don't think Pittsburgh's in that position yet, obviously, but... To be fair, that can backfire. Of course. Look at Washington, what they did. Of course, they did it with mostly older guys, but... Um, oh, you're talking about when they had Dion and Bruce Smith. Yeah. Like, oh, well, yeah, but chemistry is a lot, and you can go out and spend a lot of money on these guys. But if they don't fucking gel, it's just I, not. I happen. get that. I'm Everybody saying, has to buy in. But yeah, I we agree have to it. be more active than we have been. Where it's just in free agency, we just sit on our hands and oh, we'll pick up a backup guard or a, a, a nickel corner and a third down back. Like you can't do that anymore. No, I, I 100% agree. Yeah. Um, the problem with that though, is that because of the success that we have had over the last 30 years, very rarely do we not have high dollar players. Like we've always had yeah. superstar talent and with superstar talent comes superstar money. So it's not like we've had a lot of cap room to play with. True. This year, we could end up with more cap room than we've had in a long time. I, I read an article where if they go all in as far as restructures and shit like that, they can free up as much as 60 plus million dollars if they wow. want to do it that way. Now, the danger with doing it that way is you're kicking the can down the road and eventually... Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to be in the Saints position. You're going to kick the can into a wall where you've got no more wiggle room. So I think you got to find a happy medium there. If you can restructure some stuff, buy yourself a few years without completely destroying your roster come year four or five, you do it. But I'm just saying if, if they want to take the Rams approach yeah, and completely just throw the can all the way down – they got a lot of money that they could potentially spend. Right. Or inverse of that idea, you take advantage of the rest of the league trying to go all out. And then maybe you again, trade, trade off some of those guys. Most of our guys are pretty young, but the name that I keep thinking of is Cam Hayward. I know. I I know that was going to be a reaction. I know, but the question is how close are we to a Super Bowl? And if you can get like two seconds or I don't know, well, maybe we can get a first. I don't know about that, but I see your point. And depending on the deal, I might be convinced, but it'll never happen. Yeah. Uh, with with number seven riding off into the sunset, you need some continuity and leadership. Not only that, but there is no more of a Steeler guy <clears throat> on that roster right. right now than Cam Newton. Cam um, Newton. 
Cam, oh, God, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Cam, Cam Hayward, Hayward, yes. Yeah. I'm on a lot of drugs, folks. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and uh, yeah, just just throw that fucking idea away. It's right. not going to happen. Right. And not only that, but Christ, he's playing his best ball right now at 32, 3, whatever he is. That's my point. I know. I know. No. I, no. I just, I'm not saying I want it to happen. I'm just, it's something to think about. I mean, the only minute possibility that that happens mm-hmm. is let's say next season we're zero and five oh and six going to the trading deadline but he's playing well then they might consider it hey buffalo you want someone to help chase patrick mahomes in the playoffs in january yeah like, yeah yeah that's that in my opinion that's the only way that it happens no. if there's any shot of us making the playoffs um Come trade deadline, they they won't make I, any major I know. moves. Thinking out loud here, yeah. And you know, but yeah, I I wish they would kind of go a little more wide open and like you know, I love the fact that the Rams GM wore a shirt to the parade that said "F those picks." Yeah, like it, I, what's it with you censoring yourself today? You didn't did the say- shirt. Sp- literally say fuck those picks yes it did it literally said fuck those picks okay i didn't see an image i just heard people talking about i it. saw the image so fuck those picks i figured it actually said f those picks but no then yeah fuck those picks because yeah. they've traded away their first rounder what the last two years three like five have they okay yeah yeah well worked out yeah i don't so. think they have another first round pick in three years and they've traded their first <coughs> round pick like the last three years in a row so yeah fuck those picks I mean, for, for his sake, I'm glad it finally worked out because eventually they're going to be like, hey, <laughs> yeah, this shit ain't working and we don't have any, you know. Do you know how many picks they have this year? And this is not counting comp, uh, compensatory picks because I think they might get one or two of those. Right now, I think they have either two fifth-round picks and a seventh or two seventh-round picks and a fifth. That's it. All right, big sneeze. All right, and he's coughing now. No, not a sneeze. I blew my nose yesterday or two days ago. Okay. And there was, like, I ended up blowing it so hard, you know, some like your ears pop. Mm -hmm. I blew my nose so fucking hard, and the pressure popped so bad. I shit you not, I almost fell down. (laughs) Wow. Like... you know, that's your yeah, e- yeah. equilibrium. Right. And I blew my nose, my ear popped and was ringing, and I felt like I just got sucker punched by Mike Tyson. I mean, my legs were wobbly. I didn't quite know where I was. It took about 15, 20 seconds for shit to re-regulate itself. I was like, whoa. Wow. So having never stepped in the ring or the octagon, now I get it. Because <laughs> sometimes you just lose fucking complete function of your body and i was like yeah that's what it felt like without the pain of the punch felt like somebody just fucking hit me right on the button and i was about to go down (laughs) i was waiting on big john to come in and fucking wave it (laughs) off because it was about over Uh, so so anyway are we done with sports uh daytona 500s today okay yeah yeah nascar i will say this a couple weeks ago when they did that race the I think it was the Bush Series race at. Well, I don't know. Might have been qualifier, <clears throat> qualifiers, or the Twins, or something like that. 
No, it was the 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 race they did at the LA Coliseum. I did watch a little bit of that just for the novelty of it. Not really big enough to have NASCAR's race there because they were going kind of slow. But yeah. Are you? Oh, are, you're talking about the Coliseum? Yeah, the LA Coliseum. Yes. Yeah, I, I watched a couple minutes of it, and I don't know if I'm a NASCAR guy. I'd, I'm not really interested in watching a bunch of you know 10 or 15 cars go 60 miles an hour around a very small track yeah and kind of boring as far as i'm concerned but no. whatever i'm not a big nascar guy anyway so baseball lockout still going on uh they've already announced that spring training has now been delayed to march 5th and that is pending whether or not they can actually get something done how sad a state is baseball in to where that's barely a news story like, I remember seeing something ESPN shared from uh, Jeff Passan, Jeff the Jet Passan, said that pitchers and catchers were supposed to report today, and a bunch of the comments were, I didn't even know baseball was in a lockout. It, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's been so little progress in talks or whatever that yeah, it's not a story. Like, it's like they, they're not even really trying. Mm-hmm. So... That and the shit was going on during the NFL playoffs and Super Bowl. And right. Whatnot, the, the, so. That being all pushed back a week kind of digs into everything else. And so, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, I sh- Maybe they should just start football early and to hell with baseball. <laughs> Sorry, Jake. But let's be honest. Cubs are probably going to suck again this year. Huh. All right. Moving on. Peacemaker. Yes. We talked about. Last week, I believe. Mm-hmm. And no, was it last week? Yes, or it was. Or? Last week, okay, yeah. but you were. Were you behind? I was behind like an episode. Couple, yeah, but yeah. Um, finale was this week. We're all caught up. Spoilers. I'm assuming. We're yeah, there'll be spoilers. spoilers. So. I mean, so watch yeah. the fucking show seriously. Yeah, if you're any kind of comic book fan, whatever. I don't care if you like DC, Marvel, whatever. This show was very entertaining. Um, so yeah, watch it and then come back and listen to the rest of this. Cause we will be talking spoilers for peacemaker. Here we go. All right. Loved it. Yeah. Oh, front to back. Yeah. Loved yeah. It. The entire run was very, very good. Um, how surprised were you with the big ending cameo? The justice league. Yeah. And the justice league was really just Aquaman and, yeah, they're, I mean, they're not going to shell out the big money for Gal Gadot Henry, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. And there was yeah, no was, Batman. You're late, dickheads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this guy fucks fish. Everyone so, knows that. <laughs> I'm so sick of that rumor. Flash corrected him. Uh, interesting tidbit about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where Momoa was, but the scene, Ezra Miller, mm-hmm. when he filmed that. Yeah. Do you know where he was? On the set for The Flash or the movie, I'm assuming. No. Where? He was on a movie set. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Huh. He's not in it, but that's where James Gunn was at. Oh, really? Yeah. They had him come in just to, oh, wow. When when they were coming up with that scene, he's working on... Uh, How did Marvel allow that? Well, I mean, James... Uh, well, still, I... At the end of the day, it's movie studios. I'm sure they probably paid a pretty penny and... It's James Gunn. Okay, remember when Universal wouldn't let Henry Cavill shave his mustache? So Justice League, in Justice League, Henry Cavill had a weird yeah, upper lip. Yeah, C- CGI upper yeah. lip. Yeah. I mean, 
okay, he was wherever they are filming. I'm not saying that he filmed it like on the set of the Guardians movie, because literally all they needed was him, the costume, and a green screen basically to film his lines. So it may not necessarily have been on the on location type thing. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where he was when he filmed it. I thought that was kind of interesting, but yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and of course it it leads into potentially season two, which at this point, uh, as popular as it is, I don't see how they don't. It already has been. Oh, it already has been. Yeah. Yeah. I got announced before the (coughs) finale. Oh, gotcha. So yeah. Um, vigilante became one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the overall just super entertaining. Yeah. Did you know Wow, we're really going into details of the show here. <laughs> Did you know Hardcourt and James Gunn have been dating for like five years now? No. Yeah. I learned that uh, somewhere. I'm like, oh, right on, cool. Good for James Gunn. I'd like to give her something hard. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know what I was doing as oh. No, I don't know what I was doing, but I looked away for like a brief second mm-hmm. and I didn't see what happened to her. I looked back and she's laying on the ground with the blood coming out of her mouth. Yeah. So I thought that butterfly had got in her. Yeah. So I was kind of surprised when the butterfly actually did try to go and what's her name grabbed it and out of bio. Yeah. Yeah. Blew its little body apart. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I thought she was done, but apparently not. No. Uh, what's the big guy's name? Economist. Uh, yeah, but I can't remember his his real name. He was really fucking entertaining, uh, especially when he goes and tries to take the the helmets in there. Why are you going to that barn? Because of this bag. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Oh, he goes, oh okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Robert Patrick. That's his name. Mm-hmm. Dad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah his. It was satisfying seeing him get killed. He didn't get killed in the finale, but the episode before. Episode before, yeah. And disappointing to see him come back as a ghost. That's haunting him. Yeah. Do you think he comes back for the next season? Oh, yeah. Yeah? He's I guarantee that's what that setup just, was. Just going to be his asshole ghost on his shoulder. Exactly. Continuously. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> um, what else? You said you had another show you were talking about. That's it. That's all you want to say about Peacemaker. Well, I just—I mean, I don't know what else. It was—it was Deadpool in the DC universe, more or less. I mean, not quite as funny slash raunchy slash dirty or whatever, but I mean, it was—it was fun. I, I can't to sit here and try and think of all the jokes and everything. I, I would have to rewatch it. All yeah. I know is that every single episode was very entertaining, funny, had action, like you know. Yeah, I saw one review from uh, Angry Joe, and he was like, you know, there's some weaker episodes in this season. I'm like, I don't know if I remember them. I thought every episode was pretty damn good, and maybe yeah, I mean, watch there, the next one. There might have been some episodes that were maybe a little slower. But you kind of have to. Yeah, but yeah. they were still entertaining. Like, they right. still had, you know, still the jokes still hit. and So, yeah, I, I, I think every fucking series in the history of ever... You can go through and say, oh, this episode kind of sucked. Well, that's because all the episodes around it were fucking awesome. Right. So. Yeah. Um, Maybe not even sucked, but a little slower. But... Yeah. Just, you know, not what you are typically used to, i.e. Breaking Bad. The, I was just thinking the Fly the episode. The Fly episode. Yeah. 
Well, that's the one just bad episode. Yeah, I but mean, y- you know what? I agree. It's the worst episode of the whole series. Yeah. But <clears throat> I've watched the whole series now, I think, three times. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. And on the second and third times through, yeah. it's not as bad as, as... I mean, there's more in it than just the fly. Right. And And don't get me wrong. Worst episode of the however many they had by far, but it still had a little bit of meat in there with yeah. with the salad. So, right. um, I I was so happy though at the in the finale of Peacemaker when they start loading up the guns and then you hear it one final last time. Yes, do yeah. you really want to? Do you really want to taste it? Yes, yes, I do want to taste it. Yeah, and yeah, that could go down as one of the greatest theme song slash opening oh monologues ever. So, Not monologue, you know what I mean? Montage, yeah. montage, yeah. yeah. yeah Gonna I, need montage. <laughs> also, the finale turned me on to the song. I had never heard this song before. They're playing in the background. They only really played a little bit of it, but I immediately rewound it and shazammed it so I can listen to it. If you really, really love me by Steel Panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you really, really love me, you won't get mad when I put it in your booty. <laughs> Have you ever listened to Steel Panther? That other than that song. That song. No. They're. I've heard they're, they're good, really yeah. good. Yeah, for for a. Let's be honest. They're a joke. They're a parody band. Yeah, they're yeah. a parody band, but they do original music, and they they're really good. Yeah. Like if you like '80s rock, Steel Panthers fucking pretty good. Yeah. They are. I don't know if you remember. There was a a video that went, the kid the kid gets on stage. That yeah. was Steel Panther. Yeah, I did. I, where I he just absolutely wails to uh, is Eddie Murphy or Eddie Murphy? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Eddie Van Halen uh, eruption slash. Oh, okay. You really got me. Uh, but yeah, that's Steel Panther, and if they ever came around, I would, I'd love to go. I'd see probably them, go. Yeah, they're like a real life. I, I know you see all the time. Hair Bangers Ball plays around this area. Mm-hmm. They're like the real life, you know, original band version of Hair Bangers Ball. They're yeah. a joke of themselves, but they have fun doing it. Yeah. So, but yeah, Peacemaker, two thumbs up. Well, I guess we're talking. We warned you of spoilers, so you, if you're listening to this, you've already watched you've already the show. seen. It's fucking great. And you either um, agree with us or you're wrong. Yeah. Um, other show I talked about last time I was here, um, the Royal Gemstones. Oh, that I was trying to think of the name of it and I couldn't remember, so I didn't watch it. Okay. Um, I'll fucking have to screenshot that shit and t- send it to you. Um, that's season two has been every bit as great as season one. Um, yeah. Who'd you say was in that? John Goodman. Danny McBride Ooh. and Adam Devine and someone who steals the show is some actress I've never heard of, but the, they, the sister in that family is again, some actress I've never heard of is fucking phenomenal too. She is a riot. And I think there's one, I think the finale is tonight, but watch it. And what, what's series is this on or what streaming services? Yeah. HBO max. Okay. Well, it's, I think it's an HBO show, but you know, it's on yeah, HBO yeah, yeah. Max, but um, by the way, free ad that has easily became my favorite streaming service. I know this doesn't mean dick to you because you steal everything, but I, c- I do not. Yeah, you do. Except for cable, you pay for cable for some fucking reason. But anyway, um, yeah, like I Netflix, I still use a decent amount, but HBO Max is far and away became the one I use more than anything else. And- you do you want to hear the funny thing about this? Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I, I do use an Android box and I stream a lot of shit. Yeah. But I'm pretty certain she has HBO Max. Mm-hmm. I signed up for Paramount mm-hmm. strictly so that I could watch football games while she was watching some dumb fucking Lifetime movie oh, okay. on Amazon Prime, Prime, which I have. I pay for that. Okay. I pay for the Disney Hulu bundle. So literally, okay, we have all these services, <laughs> but I just don't use them. Instead, I use them on my stream box where I have them all and I don't have to switch back and forth. Between the different services. Oh, and Peacock. I have Peacock as well. That's how we watch the Super Bowl. I watch that at my brother's, and he doesn't have cable. And I was uh, dropping off my stuff and then remembered, oh, I forgot something else. Yeah, and because she has cable in in town, mm-hmm. I, Peacock comes with it or whatever. If you have Xfinity, you get Peacock Premium for free. Yeah, so that's literally I have most of the – and I pay for Netflix. Right. So. You could rip on me for stealing, but technically I'm not. I'm just choosing to watch them on another device as opposed to going through their actual platform. Weird. So my conscience okay. is clear. Um, anyway, so we had a bit of a moment before the Super Bowl because, like I said, I watched it over at my brother's, and he goes, um, do you have Peacock Premium, right? And he asked, and I went, yeah, of course. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I have it. <laughs> and turns out I did, so that's how we watch it. No buffering whatsoever. No, I was live TV is I was very impressed with the few times that like I whether it was Hulu or Peacock or uh, Paramount when I was watching those playoff games. Mm -hmm. uh, Same thing. Watching them on my laptop while playing Xbox online. Zero issues. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, very, very impressed with that. Remember like four years ago watching WWE Network during a pay-per-view? Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. Um, so yeah, Royal Gemstones definitely watch that. If that if that premise sounds interesting at all, a comedy show about an evangelical family, um, watch the trailer and yeah, it's fucking great. Um, something else I watched. I watched it last night. Um, Class Action Park. It's a documentary. Um, have you ever heard of Action Park? I guess it was a water park in the seventies and eighties. It's kind of legendary or whatever. I know of Knights Action Park in okay. Springfield, but yeah. no, not... This was in Jersey or whatever. But, okay. Um, I don't know if you remember a few years ago, Johnny Knoxville did a movie called Action Park, Mm-mm. where it was it was sort of set up like Bad Grandpa, where it kind of had a bit of a story, but the stunts were him doing the rides that existed back then, and he gets hurt a lot. I think he said in that... During, during that movie, he had the worst injury he's ever suffered through any of the jackass stunts or whatever. I can't remember which one it was. But, yeah, it was a water park in the 70s and 80s that was owned by this coked-out like Wall Street guy. And he wanted everything to be bigger and more crazy. And, you know what, you control the action. You do what you want. A lot of people died. And it was basically run by teenagers. And wow. you had teenagers getting drunk and, like, jumping off cliffs and doing just insane shit. Like there was this tank game where you get. Is this like, a documentary? Or something? It's a documentary. Yeah. yeah, it's that's also on HBO Max, and so I, it's just amazing to to look at this with twenty twenty eyes. Like, how the fuck? What were people back then thinking? How did this exist for this long? Like, were people like legitimately died? And they told they told the story about how one of the most 
one of the most popular rides was it was a water slide, a super steep incline, and at the end it did a loop. <laughs> yeah, nothing's gonna go wrong there. Yeah, uh, it did. Like they kept they sent dummies down, and the dummies were coming out with like their, their arms missing and shit. <laughs> and then they had actual pilots, like people try it out, and they're getting fucked up. And then like after the first guy did it, they had a couple more people try it. And the the pilots were just kids that worked there. Like, hey, you want to make a hundred bucks to test this water slide? And after a couple people tried it, they were coming out with lacerations, and they're wondering, well, how did they get cut? And then the top of the loop was a little hatched. I guess the first person had their teeth knocked out, and they were cut. They were stuck into the, like the pad of the loop, and people were riding the slide, getting cut by that person's teeth. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Um. Another crazy ride was like you got in. It's like a mini. It's not an actual tank. It's like a go kart to look like a tank with a. It had a gun on it, and the gun would shoot tennis balls. Which is kind. Of, that sounds pretty cool. But one of the guys, I don't know how he did it. He somehow, I think he dipped his balls into um, gas or something, and he was shooting flaming tennis balls at other people. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's definitely watch it because they talked to a lot of people that went there and people that worked there and all the craziness that went down and like teenagers get getting drunk and just doing crazy shit like like jumping off of like 20 foot cliffs and like no one's lifeguards aren't paying attention and more people are jumping on top of them and yeah it's <sighs> wow yeah i'm gonna have to check that out yeah it's uh speaking of somewhat absurd documentary have you ever watched cocaine island mm. i think it's on netflix i think it's still there it's this story where this guy there's a like this old hippie drug dealer tells this guy this story that sounds really, really, really believable about, I don't know, a few kilos of Coke that are buried on this very small island, Costa Rica, somewhere down there. So this guy like hires these other low lives around town to get a plane and go over and go dig and try and find this Coke. <laughs> and it, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. All right. uh, so if you get a chance, check that out. I believe it's called cocaine Island. Cocaine Island. Right. Um, so yeah. Now, one last thing before we go, I am, as I've talked about on here, NBA 2k player. Religiously. And, uh, you're right. It is Netflix. I'm not great, but I'm pretty good. Mm -hmm. Anyway, friend of mine who I've been playing with for a few years, he's a point guard. It's like, hey, I'm in this league. You should, you know, join up with me. I'm going to. And originally it was going to be like he's in the league and he wanted me to get in the league and he would try and make sure I got drafted. What you do is they have a combine, which is like you play pro-am games with other people trying to get drafted and people stream it and they try and try and get noticed or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we're going through that, and granted, I'm a decent player, but I've never been a, like a comp pro am player. So things are things are learned. Yeah. yeah, things are different. Everybody is really, really good, and so I'm kind of learning, not doing bad in the combine, feeling somewhat decent. Well, then it comes out that we have they have owner slots available. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, maybe I should do that. And so I asked about it or whatever. Before I really got an answer, my guy was like, hey. 
do you want to go in on this team with me? I'll be the owner. You can be my AC, assistant coach, mm -hmm. which means that you're locked on the team. You don't have to worry about the draft. And then we're going to get our, our guy who plays center with us all the time when we play. So, that, like, okay, that's pretty good core, mm -hmm. you know. And So I'm basically put in charge of watching all these motherfuckers play in the combine games and watch streams and decide who we're going to pick with the number seven pick. Mm-hmm. How many teams? 16. Okay. <clears throat> Draft is five rounds. <clears throat> and there's a salary cap. Like, this is season four of this league, so there are a lot of known players. And, and how you do in the combine, they give you a ranking. You're either a $25 player, $15 player, or a $5 player. And, and you only have, like, a $100 cap, but cap rolls over. So we're actually walking into this thing with 125 in cap which is pretty good. Mm -hmm. But I'm the one that has to literally make all the decisions. He was at work, so I had to do the draft thing, which you can see the notebook there where I wrote down everything. Like it was a, a live draft and Discord, you know, video chat type thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I originally wanted this one player who was like a lockdown defender, really good. Mm -hmm. But my guy's like, I've, played with him in other leagues and sometimes he's hard to communicate with and doesn't show up and mm. like, all right, well, I guess I'll, I'll get this other guy who really liked, I even talked to him, felt like a, like a real GM. I <laughs> called him up like, Hey man, it's like, we got the seventh pick and you know, how do you feel if, if I take you yeah. all for it? Like, yeah, man, I, you know, he, he brings three different builds, three different players, mm -hmm. Which is always like a big plus. You can draft this one guy who plays one position, or you can get this guy who's really good at three different positions. I'm like, yeah, if we're if you're there, taking you, awesome. Comes around number seven pick, he's there. I draft him. Mm -hmm. Another guy who I targeted in the first round. Yeah, it was a snake draft. We were number seven. Great position to be in because you're always in the middle. Second round comes around, he's still there. He's a lockdown. I'm like, fuck yeah. Draft him. Yeah. And then we ran workouts throughout the week and everything, tried, you know, playing with these other guys. And we ended up drafting two of them that we liked for kind of backup roles. And then, so the first round pick that he was literally in my, not in my ear, but texting me like, get this guy. Mm -hmm. He's, he's, my, he's one of my boys. We play together, play well. So I ended up drafting him. <laughs> so I got five draft picks. Played like a scrimmage on like the first night we all got together. Yeah. One game went okay. Next game, not okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so the next day, me and my owner or whatever in a party, we're playing rec, and there's three other guys. Well, this dude, first round pick comes in. It was like, yo, your center is ass. You know, he fucking sucks. And it Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And my owner, who I have played with, is... With three years, very difficult to get along with. Hot-headed. Okay. Um, I don't know why I've put up with him as long as I have. I mean, we we do we do good together when we're on the court. Mm -hmm. It's one of those kind of like my business partner. We work together, and we're done. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, it turned into this big fucking blow up. So we've been fighting that, trade him, not trade him, what are we going to do? We ended up playing our first preseason game without him and got just absolutely waxed. Meanwhile, number two pick, the good lock, oh, I'm in the military and I'm getting ready to move, so I'm going to be unavailable you know, until like Saturday. 
I'm like, all right, cool. Meanwhile, there's this chat for what they call tens, which is basically only league people, and they just they sign up to play five v five. You know, no set teams. You just just to play. Mm-hmm. So this guy that's unavailable till like Saturday is in that every single day. Hmm. And come to find out, well, he didn't he didn't think we were going to be a good team because me and Jay are completely new to the league, so he just wasn't going to play. So anyway, he got kicked out of the league. And then my first round pick, they kind of hashed things out, and we were doing well. And then yesterday, again, he comes in and was a little was, – was better about it, but it was just like, you know – pointing at the owners like you gave up this and this not in a horrible way, but not in the best way. And my owner doesn't take criticism very well. So then it just became like a 45 minute screaming match. Yeah. This sucks. Yeah. It sounds like fun. Yeah. Uh (laughs) My first two picks might as well have been Ben Simmons and James Harden (laughs) because neither one of them wanted to fucking play with our team and, uh, yeah, it's just been quite the headache. Um, you actually remind me, I have two two other things to talk about. Um, I bought a Switch. I bought a, a Switch Lite. Um, Nintendo Switch? Yeah. Mm, okay. Eh. No? Eh. That's kind of my review of it so Why'd far. Why'd you buy it? I was curious about it. I, I played my friend Danny's a little bit. Man, this is kind of cool, but I... I I've had it for like a week and I'm already kind of, I don't know. Like what, was there a specific game that you like? No. Well, then you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I enjoy it, but I regret buying the Oculus because I haven't really hardly touched it. Yeah. I did play a round of golf the other day and that was fun. Oh, I, that reminds me. I bought two games when I bought the console. I bought uh, Super Mario U Deluxe and I bought... Animal Crossing, because I heard Animal Crossing is great. I had it for two days and then traded it in at GameStop. So that became a two-day $40 rental, because they gave me $21 for it. Wow. Because fuck that company forever. <laughs> oh, and they're selling it brand new for 60 which means they're selling it used for 50 Wow. Enjoy your th- like I- suckers. Gears of War is what changed me from PlayStation to Xbox. Yeah. I was like house sitting for a friend of mine. He had it. Mm-hmm. So I started playing that and I fell in love with the game and ended up a week later, I bought an Xbox for gears and that's all I played until other than Madden, which we all know what happened with Madden yeah. uh, on three sixty. But yeah, that, that was what made it switch because I just absolutely fell in love with that game. Right. Which is why I asked, you know, when you played the switch, like what made you fall in love with well, it? Well, Mario, I, I like Mario party is pretty cool. Like I like the idea of playing that online. That'd be cool. But, but I didn't buy that game. Um, well, just because you can't really play that by yourself. You know, well, I mean, yeah. you can, but, you know, not not a whole lot of fun. Um, other thing I want to talk about, South Park. Yeah. Have, are you Have you watched all three episodes? There's been three. Have you watched all three? Say that because last time you... No. Okay. How many episodes have you watched? Where I paid attention? Yeah. Just the token episode. That was a fucking good one. That was really good. What a revelation. Yeah. Yeah, that Token Black, who for years, we've all known him as Token, as in T-O-K-E-N, the Token Black kid on the show. 
uh, it was revealed that his name is actually Tolkien <laughs> from J.R.R. Tolkien, Lord of the Rings series, and Stan's the only one who didn't know that, so everybody, including himself, thinks he's just a racist. Randy, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that moment when he goes to the doctor and the doctor's washing his hands and he looks up, I wonder if anyone else thought his name was Token. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, um, I watched bits and pieces of the the last one, the real estate one. That was really good, too. Yeah. I Again, I've been so balls deep in this league shit that yeah. I've, I've neglected my uh, TV watching because I, I don't know if you've heard the little dings going on in a year every now and then. Mm-hmm. That's been the owner of the team telling me I got to get on and, and run workouts today because he's not going to be here. Uh, so, yeah. <clears throat> this will probably be my – this is my first season in the league. Might be probably got to be my fucking last. Yeah. Unless I'm the owner, like I might take over. Uh, probably not, though, because there are some toxic motherfuckers in there. Right. But, no, I need to uh, to sit down and – what what was the first episode about? <sighs> I know you said something. Um, pajamas. So yeah, I have not caught that one at all. You don't. I mean, I'm gonna watch it because well, sure, but it's not great. Gotcha. So, two and three have been much great better episodes. Though. Okay. All right. All right. So. All right. We're finally, ready to wrap this up. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah apparently, I have fucking practiced around. Right. All right, folks. That's gonna wrap it up for us this week. We'll be back when we're back. Uh, thanks for listening. I am D's. He is Dylan. Probably at bare minimum after we watch Batman. Well, that's two weeks away. I got to imagine we'll do a show between that, but we'll do a, an episode for Bat- the Batman. Yeah, yeah. All so right. bare minimum two weeks away. Maybe next week. Depends on what happens. But yeah. I'm Dylan. Bye-bye. See ya.